from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. Courage is all about love. Doesn't matter what anybody says. Be brave and rise above. Have courage through your day. You know, my music tends to be somewhat simple to connect with, uh, you know, and also fun to move to. So that's that's one of my favorite things about playing for young audiences is they, uh, you know, really are ready to engage and play and have a good time. They're so. not as self-conscious as, as us old people. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I kind of, I kind of, you know, relate to those uh, younger audiences in that way. I'm Sarah Fetsky. You've got to be brave. St. Louis musician Mark Pagano gained a big following for his work with the rock band Fire Dog. The trio toured all over the country. Now Mark Pagano is releasing his debut solo album, and he's doing it under a new name. He now goes by Marco Polo, Marco with a K. It's a charming, goofy name perfectly suited to the music he's now making, music for kids that adults can also enjoy, what he calls kindy rock. The title track on Marco Polo's new album, Mammal Music, offers a perfect example. That is Mammal Music from the debut album by Marco Polo, the musician previously known as Mark Pagano. And he joins us today. So, Marco Polo, welcome. Thanks so much for having me. So, Mark, so many people know Fire Dog and they know Mark Pagano. Why start new as Marco Polo? Oh, well, um, so actually, I've, I've been kind of using the moniker Marco Polo with Fire Dog for uh, some time, but it's. Uh, you know, as I'm doing the solo release, I wanted that kind of new identity, and it's got this uh, kind of call and response feel to it. Um, so that's something I try to bring to my performances, kind of make it interactive. The whole and, poolside, Marco, yeah, Polo. Right. Close your eyes, <laughs> feel it out, follow my voice kind of thing. Yeah. I so. bet that's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. I think the interesting thing about your career as a kindy music artist is it feels like this wasn't necessarily intentional. This just it, it happened so organically from from being a rock star to being a kids rock star. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's true. Um, uh, you know, as we were playing with Fire Dog um, for a number of years, and Fire Dog's still a band. We're still uh, got some shows coming up. I'm excited to get together with the band again. But um, you know, there was always people saying. You know, you'd be great for kids kids music. Why don't you do a kids album? And there was even um Grandfather Stark here at KDHX has a kids show and he was really one of the first people to really push us in that direction. Um he even booked us as a as a backup band for a touring kids artist Barry Corral about a decade ago hmm. and that was kind of really the beginnings of uh pushing us in that direction. Yeah, what do you think made Fire Dog and, and also makes you in your solo work just such a, a natural fit for what kids are looking for in music? 
That's a good question. Um, I think there's a sense of humor and kind of just um, fun that Fire Dog has always uh, we've always seek to embody, and um, kids really respond to it. The music is, you know, my music tends to be somewhat simple to connect with, uh, you know, and also fun to move to. Mm-hmm. So that's that's one of my favorite things about playing for young audiences is they, uh, you know, really are ready to engage and play and have a good time. They're so. not as self-conscious as, as us old people. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I kind of, I you know, relate to those uh, younger audiences in that way. So Mammal Music, this is a perfect example of this. And, and this record was actually written through a remote collaboration uh, with producer Dean Jones. He's a 2016 Grammy Award winner for producing a children's album. How did you get to work with him on this? Yeah. So I, I mentioned uh, Grandfather Stark um, with KDHX. Um, and he, when I was getting ready to release Fire Dog's first kids album, which was called For the Kids, he said, you should really bring this to this uh, national conference called Kindycom in in uh, Philadelphia. And so this Kindy thing, this is really a thing. Yes, Kindy Rock is a thing. And it's not really, you know, uh, St. Louis, it's not really happening here exactly. But, you know, we're, You're bringing it we're here. making it happen. Yeah. So, so I did attend this conference, Kindycom, uh, in 2015, and I met... Um, the producer, Dean Jones, we we just kind of uh, hit it off. He sent me some stuff um, that he had done. And I just love, you know, his approach. He has this cob house that he built, uh, you know, detached from his house out in upstate New York. And so I was planning to make a trip up there in the summer of 2020 to visit some family. And I thought it'd be fun to connect with him and just see his studio and do some songs and and then uh, the trip didn't end up happening, but we did. Um, we were able to work together remotely, and I, I just love the kind of sounds that he gets and the musicality that he brings. It's he's just really focused on making good music, good sounding music. So. Yeah, I mean, it really sounds great. And so we played just a, a clip from the title track there. Um, you're using all actual real life musical instruments, not just like a drum track that you're able to pull off the internet. That seems like that makes things a lot harder. Yeah, well, that, uh, you know, Dean brought, he has his own studio and he has, um, uh, he has, he's a multi-instrumentalist. Um, he also has some local musicians that he works up with there. Um, so what I would do is I would just kind of get my guitar track, me and myself, my voice. Um, I also added some other strings. I play ukulele and charango on the album too, which I've never done before. So it's kind of fun. Um, and focusing more on acoustic instruments. I wanted it to sound, you know, different than fire dog, but, and then he would just kind of bounce ideas back and forth, um, and what do you think of this? And he'd put something on top of it, you know, and and then we'd talk through kind of the direction of the song and how it might come together. So you don't just have the song, Mammal Music. You also have a great music video. We're going to tweet that out right now. If you go to at STL on air, you can watch this. This thing is so fun. Uh, you have all these mammals making beautiful music, and that includes a, a stagraphone. <laughs> what is a stagraphone? <laughs> oh, that's uh, – so, yeah, I, it's one of the – I made this video myself. My my wife shot some footage for me, but I I was playing with a stop motion app on my phone, and um, 
you know, my friend Sarah Paulson, who does the who did the album art, she's a great animator. Um, and she was kind of inspiring me just to, you know, just try some things out. And um, so, yeah, I, I just played with some cutting out magazines and putting little images together and making these little stop motions. And, yeah, there's a there's a image of a stag on a microphone singing into a microphone. And then I put the label stagraphone on there. It's kind of. You know, it's all just kind of fun and goofy. So you have real instruments throughout this album. The stagraphone might not be an actual <laughs> real instrument. Had <Head> no. to check. <laughs> so, look, I want to play another track from this album. This is just such fun music. This is music adults can actually really like. It might put a smile on your face, too. Let's play Big Brains. Human beings. Big Brains from the new album Mammal Music. That's by Marco Polo, a.k.a. Mark Pagano, here today with me. Um, so a lot of your songs are about animals. This song is kind of about being a human animal, in a way. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, I spent a lot of the last couple of years um, wandering around in the wilderness with my children, um, you know, just kind of contemplating what it means to be human and um, that's kind of where this this song came from. Um, and just kind of thinking about, you know, how uh, the pandemic is pushing us to change our habits and become better animals, better, yeah. better mammals with our fellow animal neighbors, you know, so. Yeah, there's some big ideas here for, you know, people might be surprised to find ideas like this in a kid's song. Yeah, well, this is, I think this is one of those songs that kind of, uh, you know, it's rides that line of kids' music and uh, just music, but um, mm-hmm. uh, definitely something that ha- it has a it has a positive message for kids, but it also has um, kind of some bigger contemplative things for bigger humans. So this idea of thinking of humans as animals, which, let's face it, we're humans. I mean, we're animals. So you got that part right. Uh, we got a question uh, from Twitter. Uh, Rebecca says, my question for musician Marco Polo's interview, what's your favorite animal? Please respond using only animal sounds so I can guess. I imagine you might not do that for just anybody on Twitter, but Rebecca, maybe this may be a nepotistic question here. <laughs> oh, that's a really good question. You know, that's... That's a hard question. It's kind of like asking someone what their favorite color is. You know, I don't know. For me, it changes. But uh, and then there's only so many animal songs sounds I can make. But okay, let me get. I get. I get in my animal headspace here. You know, I don't know if Rebecca um, is going to be able to guess that one, but I'm going to go with wolf. Yeah. 
Close. Coyote. 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 Okay. Coyote. Okay. Yeah. That's a, a, a good coyote. Bit, you know, it's and, kind of my spirit animal, uh, kind of uh, fire dog. Ish. Yeah. No, that's a, it's a great animal. And we should mention Rebecca is Mark's wife, Rebecca Revis, <laughs> journalist who's also been on this show. Um, have to ask, is mammal music a reference to the, the Beach Boys legendary album Pet Sounds? Oh, that's a good question. Um, you know, not uh, not intentionally. No, but uh, it was I got this these words together from a friend of mine, Todd Dillon, uh, who plays in a band called Hut around town. Um, but he's a big Beach Voice fan. And uh, we were talking about music. Uh, he has, you know, a very creative guy. And this was years ago, but he was like, what do you think about mammal music? And I just kind of held on to those two words for, gosh, it's been like nine years or something. But, wow. um, you know, and then as I was working on material for this album i was just sleeping with my guitar next to me and i woke up in the middle of the night and now uh, mammal music but yeah it, it has a little bit of a i thought that song in particular does have a little bit of a beach boys-esque feel to it so. yeah and you know as you said in, in the press notes for this um some of these songs have almost a muppets feel to them there's there's notes of all sorts of influences from you know really great rock bands to goofier stuff <laughs> Yeah, there actually is uh, one of the songs is a cover, um, New Sound, what I learned from the Muppets record. Um, it's a song that Scooter sings, and I've always been a big fan of Scooter. But I, I found, uh, I learned the story behind that song, and I thought it was really great story. The, there's two jazz guys uh, in New York, Tony Borello, um they they were just you know in the fifties they were kind of complaining about how you know for a song to be a hit it has to be like the stupidest song it has to like you know the words have to mean nothing and the music has to be really simple so they wrote this song called New Sound and it was just one chord you know it just changes keys but it's just one chord and it's just kind of silly nonsensical lyrics. And that ended up being their big hit. It was the big hit. Wow. <laughs> so I just loved the story and I loved the song. And my, of course, my uh, my two-year-old at the time really loved that song, too. So I was like, this would be a fun one to include. That's have perfect. a really silly one. So that's the cover on Mammal Music. One last question for you today. You know, a lot of bands will do unplugged versions of their songs. Do you think you'd ever do a plugged-in version? Some of these songs would probably work well in a more, like, classic rock kind of setting yeah um well that's a good question too um we actually fire dog played a show outside of the history museum for new year's eve and we did um we did one of our songs um as a as the rock band we did be brave which is a song that i wrote with a group of third graders over here at washington montessori and i just thought it had such a great message um you know, and those kids were in third grade in 2018, so they're probably in seventh grade now. So it's yeah. it's really interesting to think how fast things change. But um, really, a great message, and um, it was it was a lot of fun to play that with the with the rock and roll band, and it definitely um, 
you know, some of those songs, I, I think, do work in that way. Hmm. Well, we'll be keeping an eye on what happens to the songs from Mammal Music. There may be more opportunities. Marco Polo, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. And you can find details about Mammal Music. You can buy a copy on MarcoPoloMusic.com. Again, that's Marco with a K. And let's go out of the show with just a little more Marco Polo. This is Heart Muscle from Mammal Music. Reading through the day. Breathing into space Today's episode was produced by Sarah Fenske and Aaron Dore with audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. It's the chakra of love. It's the chakra Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.